This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope this message meets you where you are and elevates you to where God is taking you. Enjoy the message. What's up, everybody? So stoked to be here. Hopeland at home once again. Um, for reals, I am stoked to be here. Such a privilege and an honor, in all seriousness, to, to bring the Word of God to you. Uh, church family, um, and uh, Crystal, Gail, and I, we love you guys, we miss you, and um, I am seriously looking forward to worshiping together, gathering together, and worshiping Jesus together, hopefully soon. And so um, let's jump into the Word. We are starting a new series today. For the rest of this month, we're going to be sharing about vision, uh, the vision of our church, Hopeland Church, but Today, I really wanted to talk about the importance of vision for you um, and, and you having vision for your life. Uh, we were sharing a little bit last night, uh, earlier last week, I should say, uh, based on when you're watching this, um, uh, about um, just having vision. We were sharing um, on, on, on live. My wife and I were live, um, and we were just uh, encouraging people the importance to have vision. So I just want to talk about that today and encourage you uh, with the vision God has put inside of your heart, okay? And so if you want to open your Bibles, um, it might take me a minute to get here, but Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, okay? And I'm going to pray over the Word, and we're going to jump right into this. And um, uh, so let's do this. Father, uh, we thank you uh, for your Word today. Uh, Lord, I pray that, Holy Spirit, that you would ignite and breathe on the vision, the dream inside of people. I thank you, Lord, that there is no such thing as a follower of Jesus, as a, as a, there's no such thing as a Christian that does not have vision. They might not know it's there, but I thank you, Lord, that it is there. So I pray that through this message, you would help to even uncover and encourage and bring life and, and true visibility to what you have put inside of their heart and their spirit. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. All right, so here it is. You know, the, the title of this message um, is probably the most unique title we've ever had of a sermon series, and it's called, We Exist So You Can, dot, dot, dot. Like, that's literally the title of our series this month because we're gonna fill in that blank um, as a church, and we're gonna talk about our vision the next four weeks because our vision is about people and about people fulfilling what God has put inside of them. So once again, the title is uh, We Exist. Hopeland Church exists so you can and you'll find out what that is later. But before we get there, if you're gonna walk with God, you must have vision. You must have vision. Vision is, a, is necessary equipment for your spiritual journey, okay? Vision is required. Vision is integral to knowing um, God and how he operates. This is literally how God operates. This is something that is in the heart and the mind and the nature of God is vision, okay? If you look at the entire Old Testament, okay? The Torah, the law, the prophets, the Psalms, Proverbs, 
um, major prophets, minor prophets, the entirety of the Old Covenant to the people of Israel was literally a vision of a Savior coming. God created humanity to never live this life without vision. It is his, the way he scripted his word, vision is in it. Every book in the Old Testament points to a Savior that will be coming, and he came. The prophets prophesied until John. They were visionaries. They were seers. The Bible talks about how prophets are seers. What are they seeing? They're seeing something that's not there. So I just want to really emphasize that this is God and how he operates with is, is, is through vision. It is vision. God operates in a realm of us seeing something that is not there. That is vision. Okay, I understand. I'll be honest with you. I did some drugs in my past before I got saved and I saw some things that weren't there. Okay, that wasn't vision. That was hallucinations, okay? I did my fair share of those kind of drugs and I saw some things. And then when the, when the drugs left and, and I came off of them, I no longer saw those things, okay? But this is the point is that, but vision is very much a spiritual thing. It is the ability to see um, with your spiritual eyes um, something that God is doing, God is gonna do, and it is not there yet. The Bible says that we look at the things that are unseen. Somebody say vision. We look at the things that are unseen, not at the things that are seen. The things that are, are, are seen are temporary. The things that are not seen are eternal. God has given us vision, okay? Um, th think about even the language in the Old Testament, okay? I'm gonna meet you in Ephesians, just hold on here. Um, that, you know, God constantly was talking about, I'm gonna do a new thing. Vision wasn't done yet. Um, there's a day coming and now is. That's vision, all right? Um, I've given you a future and hope. Children of Israel about to go into captivity for 70 years and God's talking vision to them. What was he doing? He was saying, y'all are about to get locked down for 70 years, an entire generation and some. And he said, you need to go into this with vision that I will return you to this place. Before you ever go through a trial, before you ever go into the valley, before you ever have a wilderness experience, whatever you wanna call it, God will give you vision before and during that process. That is, this is how God operates. You know, um, here's some other ones. You know, he told Abram, um, look at the stars, vision. He said, look at the sand. This is the number of those that will inherit the blessing of faith. We, the Bible says, are children of Abraham. When he, when God told him, look at the stars, that is the number of, of people that will follow in the footsteps of faith. He's called the father of faith. He was looking at us. That, that is vision, okay? God wants to give us vision. How many of you realize even now in this quarantine, COVID-19, safe at home, I'm here to tell you right now, the people that are thriving, 
And, and it might not even be actualized yet. The people that are spiritually thriving, the people that are staying healthy emotionally, the people that are healthy mentally through this process, I'm guaranteeing you right now, it's the people that have vision. You can't go through a trial without vision. God never designed us to go through things without vision. Everything we go through, we get through it because we have vision. You know, when you, when you got saved, God deposited vision inside of you. He deposited sight that, that, and seeing things that others don't see and, and, and being able to live for something that hasn't quite happened yet. God has given you vision. The Bible says the entrance of his word. We're born again by, uh, not by corruptible seed, but by incorruptible, by the word of God that lives and abides forever. And the Bible says the entrance of his word brings light, the ability to see. God wants to make every one of us visionaries. This isn't some natural thing. I understand we hear about a lot about this in the business world, in, in, in the corporate world, like organizations have vision, um, but they didn't start with that. They didn't start with them. This is in the very heart of our God that there is vision. There is something greater going on inside of you than what you're actually experiencing right now. And it is God's vision he has deposited in you and it started when you put your faith in Christ. So you have vision inside of you, period. It's in there, God put it in there, you were created with it, it is down in there. You don't have to go find it out here in this world somewhere. You can discover what God put in you. The Bible says, one of my favorite scriptures, I share it all the time, but purpose, in the heart of man, purpose, plan, vision is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. You, you, every, the greatness inside of you is not something you need to go find. There, you know, there's, nobody else has it. It's already in you, and it's a matter of discovering it, okay? So God put vision in you, and he put it in there because you're going to go through some things. Stuff's going to get rough sometimes. Stuff's going to happen you don't expect. Hello, COVID-19, right? Stuff's just going to go down, and, and God, God wants you to go through this life with vision because um, situations and nat natural circumstances are going to look contrary to it, but it doesn't change what God put inside of you put a vision inside of you. You might um, have had, um, haven't had the best experience in relationships throughout your life, but I'm here to tell you right now, God put something in you. He's got, he's got relationship for you in your future, and, and that is something you need to, you need to allow vision to chart your course and not what other people are saying or what the news is saying or what your circumstance is saying or even sometimes what your own emotions are telling you. Let vision and the vision God put inside of you chart your course because that's what's leading to the promised land. That's what's leading to the will of God for your life. It's what's leading to the, the, the most satisfying place in, in, in your world, in your life. It's always going to be the will of God. And that's where vision is taking you. All right, so vision is spiritual. God will give you vision so you can go through some things. I give vision to my kids probably every day because I tell them, you have two cookies in your future. You have two chocolate chip cookies in your future, Giovanni and Dominico. But um, there's some things you gotta go through before you get there. Come on, somebody say amen. Um, and so you, th these toys aren't cleaned up just yet. Um, but if these toys get cleaned up, 
If you do, you know, there, there's something. I, I'm in control of, 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 of your destiny right now, right? I tell my kids, I'm, I'm, I'm a good father. I got, I got your future locked down. And there's a couple, couple cookies on the other side of this wilderness experience of having to clean up your toys. And I, I'm good with my promise. I am good. And they will remind me of, of the promise. But I, I'm here to tell you right now that God will give you vision to walk through things. I'm, you know, vision, like I said, it is necessary. It is absolutely required equipment for your spiritual journey. All right. And God will fulfill it. I know I was being a little comical there with my kids, but I do. I give them vision. Um, on Saturdays, we do something we call family um, family breakfast. Lately, we, we changed it up. We used to do like a Friday night thing. So COVID kind of threw a wrench in our system and we're tired on Friday night. Come on, somebody say amen. Parents are like, look, I ain't trying to watch a movie with, especially a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? It's not my favorite thing to watch. But, um, so we changed it. We said, let's do a Saturday morning breakfast picnic. And we let the kids pick a certain show they want to watch and we hang out and just have a good family time in the morning. And that is in their future right now. They got that. I give them vision. And, and so I give them something, uh, something that is in their heart to do, to fulfill. And that's what God does. He deposits vision that we can, we can walk through the, the quote unquote drudgery of life. And with vision, with vision in us, it makes it worth it. It, it. it empowers us to walk it through. Here we go. I got a couple of scriptures I'm going to share now. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 says this. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and where the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That the eyes, somebody say vision. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Somebody say vision. So Apostle Paul's like praying for this church in Ephesus that he wants the vision to come alive. And that those words in the Greek, eyes of their understanding, it literally means to bring light to vision. So it's in there. But we need to, God, that, that's your prayer. If you're like, man, I'm lacking vision. Man, I wanna, I wanna see some more of what's going on. Pray that. Lord, bring light to the vision. The entrance of his word brings light. Bring light to the vision of what I'm called to do. The vision of what is either in my near future or just the, the you know, who knows, years down the road. But God, bring light to the vision that's inside of me. All right. And so it says the eyes of their understanding be enlightened that they may know you can't know it or experience it until you see it. You have to see it. Hello, Abraham. You have to see it to seize it. And here is my first point. You've got to see it first in order to experience it. You have got to see it to experience it. Look at this, Hebrews chapter 12, verse two. Jesus is our example with this. Jesus did this. Jesus lived this. Hebrews chapter 12, verse two. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, vision. Jesus, as a man in the earth, had vision. 
He needed vision to go through that cross. As a man, he did not go through that without the vision of triumph, without the vision of resurrection, without the vision of sons and daughters coming to know him. We were the vision Jesus had before he carried that cross. It says that for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. You can't endure COVID-19 without vision. You can't live triumphant and victorious in, in unfavorable circumstances without vision, but God has given that to us. And it says for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Vision, God our Savior through it. He's the example. He has a joy. I'm here to tell you right now, this is my prayer for you today, uh, that, that God just stirs up uh, the joy that is before you. It might not be right now. It might Look, joy isn't circumstantial, uh, but there's a joy in your future that you may not be feeling right now, but you can endure the now with the, with, with the joy that is set before you. That's my heart. That's my prayer for you today. Vision is what enables us to endure the present. All right. If you, if you take steps with God and have no vision, you will derail. I've seen it happen too many times. Obedience is a scary thing. Obedience is a serious thing. Obedience is a process of surrender. And if you have no vision, you will derail. I've seen too many people try to do this Christian thing without vision and they get lost in the weeds and they derail. You need vision to go through it. Vision always answers the question, why am I doing this? Jesus asked that question. For the joy set before him, he endured. He, why? the cross. Father, let this cup be passed from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. He was, and he, he did not derail because he had vision in his future. And you and I were that vision with, um, um, you know, with a strong enough why you can endure any what. Your vision of what God has put inside of you and what you will fulfill and walk into and accomplish, that is what is gonna get you through your what. So once again, with a strong uh, enough why, vision, you can endure pretty much any what. Um, you know, and my first point, once again, just wanna review that. You've gotta see it to experience it. You have to see it to experience it. I remember some time ago, some time ago when I was transitioning out of a church I was in for 11 years, um, I didn't, I, my vision at that point was, man, I, in my heart and my spirit, I, um, I see myself in, an, in another local church. I didn't want to derail. A lot of my friends that transitioned out of a church I was in in Oceanside for 11 years because of how it went down and the ministry uh, was was pretty close to non-existent at that point. It was, um, it was you know, from for lack of a better term, it just, it was like the Titanic was sinking per se. Um, and uh, as a result of that, a lot of my friends I was running with and walking with in my walk with God uh, derailed. Uh, but I had to keep that vision inside of me of staying in community and it took some time, uh, but um, it, through that 
process, if I didn't see that, if that wasn't in my spirit, if that wasn't there, that vision of community, uh, that vision of being connected in community and, and, and living out my purpose in the local church, um, I would have derailed as well. And so uh, that, that time was very pivotal for me. It was, uh, there was a lot of unknowns. There was, you know, and so that vision uh, in you will cause you to do things that might seem unreasonable, but it's because of the vision inside of you and what you see um, and what you, and I'll even say that sometimes it's not, you don't see it all, but sometimes it's just a sense. It's, it's just a knowing as, as that scripture in Ephesians says that you might know the hope of your calling. There is a knowing. And so, um, you know, I ended up my, the church I was going to, uh, I was driving, um, like an hour, um, on Sundays to attend the church I began to attend because of the vision I, I saw I was willing to endure that I, I know and I know people endure a lot more but I'm just saying in that context what kept me connected to community and, and, and a pastor in the local church was the vision in my spirit the the knowing and if I would not have connected to that church which was the sanctuary at the time I would not be here today. Hopeland Church would not be here if I hadn't committed and, and, and had that vision in my spirit to, to be connected to that church. And so, um, and so I encourage you to, to stir up that vision inside of you. And, and that is what's gonna provide the, the boundaries of your life. So look at this scripture, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11. Where there is no revelation, or in the Hebrew, sight, prophetic vision, or dream, the people perish or cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. Vision is what brings focus. When I was going through that time of stepping out of a local church that, that I, I, I felt like the Lord saying, look, you got to step out of this. There was Things in the environment I was in was unhealthy. I had to step out of it. Um, and there was the unknown I was stepping into. But the vision inside of me brought focus. I was willing to drive an hour one way to, to come and be a part because it was vision. I, it, was, it was in my spirit. It was a knowing. This is my local church. This is gonna be my pastor. And God is gonna work the details out. But my job is committed to the vision that's inside of me. So vision, it, it, without that, you cast off restraint, you derail. Without prophetic vision, without that spiritual sight inside of you, you get distracted. I'm sure we could all testify of times. When we lose vision, everything goes. When we lose vision, um, sin will creep in. I've seen it happen time and time again with people. They lost vision. They lost that, 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 that focus, that goal inside their spirit and their heart, and they get distracted. How many times have people gotten an unhealthy relationship? Good Lord, I could talk all day. I'm a pastor. I know about this stuff, right? But, but, but they, they lost that vision, their walk with God, and, and somebody comes along and pulls them right out of the purpose of God for their life. And, 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 and it's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's because that where there is no prophetic revelation and vision, People cast off restraint. There, there's the boundaries go. I mean, God, every there's divine order with vision. It keeps us 
in the path and the place God is calling us to. Vision creates healthy boundaries. Vision creates guardrails for our life. It is a lesson in focus, okay? It is a lesson in focus. This is it though. It is not um, entirely predicated on discipline of the human will. It's vision that fuels me and my will surrenders. Vision and focus and guardrails and boundaries aren't human um, effort exclusively. Where we come in is surrender to it. Surrender to it. God has a vision for your future. And you know, like they used to say, you know, you look much better than you look right now. That's vision, right? I'm gonna call those things that be not as though they were vision, okay? Here we go, John chapter four, check this out. This is when Jesus had some vision. Jesus himself had some vision. He met the woman at the well, you know, he, she encounters Jesus, she goes back to her city, she tells the, the men about him, okay? She, she was, I think, scripturally speaking, she might have been the first uh, woman evangelist. She impacted a city. Uh, you know, it's, come on ladies, I mean, this woman went to a city, opened her mouth, and men followed what she saw and experienced, came to, came to encounter Jesus for themselves, okay? So, so John chapter four, verse 34, this is after that. Jesus said to them, he's talking to his disciples, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? He's talking about people. Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes. Somebody say vision. He said, lift up your eyes. Look, okay? And, and at the fields, which is representation of people, of the souls of men and women, for they are already white for harvest. So he was saying, put your eyes, get a vision of the harvest of people. Uh, get a vision, because that's what he did. He reached this woman, and this woman went and reached her city, and he said, they are ready, okay? And so this is my second point, is God-inspired vision is always about people. It's always about people. Uh, without vision, what happens? People cast off restraint. People perish. And we as a church, our vision, Hopeland's vision, is about people. It's always gonna be about my, my, my heart for our community is to constantly encourage the people in our community. Look up, guys, look up. The harvest is white. The people are ready to receive the gospel, to hear the word of the Lord. And so I just wanna share here um, quickly because we're gonna go into this for the next few weeks, just our vision, but I'm just gonna share our vision in, in a statement and then we're gonna uncover this for the next four weeks. Uh, but we exist as a church, so you. And that is in the language of our vision. Why? Because vision is about you. Vision isn't about, our vision isn't about, hey, come join our vision. No, our vision is about people. It always points to people. We're gonna look up and see and say, okay, so here it is. We exist, so you can encounter God, walk in freedom, fulfill God's purpose, and change your world. We exist, Hopeland Church exists, so you can encounter God, 
walk in freedom, fulfill God's purpose, and change your world. So I wanted to just pray with everybody uh, today. Uh, I want to do two prayers. First, first I want to just pray over this word for people. I, I just believe in my heart that God gives us, um, you know, our even our series and what we what we're preaching and go. I believe that's God's timing, not because it's something um, I want to do in the moment. I, I believe that uh, God has timing for everything, and I believe it's because of the vision that's inside of you. Uh, I want to pray over that vision. I just want to come into agreement with what God has put inside of you, and 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 I believe that's what this season we're in. There, it's no coincidence that we're talking about vision in the midst of. Uh, the situation our world is in right now. The importance of vision is most important now in these kind of moments than any other moment that we can walk through things because of the vision inside of us and what we see God's gonna do in our future. So allow me to pray for that. And then I'm gonna pray for those that don't yet know Christ, have not confessed him as their Lord. I will do that next. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, I just pray over everybody that's joining in today. Father, I pray over the vision that you've put inside of them. I thank you, Lord, that what is in them, the vision, the prophetic revelation, the dream, what they see with their spirit. Father God, the I pray, Lord, that through the spirit of wisdom and revelation, Lord, you would enlighten their eyes and their spiritual understanding. Father, I pray over what you have put inside of them. I thank you, Lord, that vision comes from nobody else but you. This is not what man does for man. This is not what we do for one another, Lord, but I come into agreement with what you have put inside of them. And I pray that that is stirred up, that that is awakened, Father God, that 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 is comes to the forefront. That that would be the 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 encouragement and the driving force of their walk with you, Father. I speak life and victory and insight into the vision of what you've put inside your people. The vision for their own walk with you. The vision for their family. The vision for the relationships. The vision for even our church, God. The vision the future, the, the, the people that each of us is called to impact and touch. I pray you stir up that of what's inside of them, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed the message, and my prayer is that it inspired and challenged you. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And to stay connected, just follow us on social media. Remember, there's always hope and your future in God is great.